Music Podcasts. Hi guys, welcome to Learn Kenyan Law with Wanjiko. And of course, this is our first episode and this is the platform where you get legally educated. And today I have my co-host here and we also have a guest. So kindly, Wycliffe, introduce yourself and also introduce our guest and the topic of the day. I'm Wycliffe Owino. With us today, we have an amazing guest. So our topic mostly will be on the issue of arrest and uh, how do you react when you find yourself in the issue of the police hand? So our guest is Mr. Okiro Mongare. So welcome, sir. Thank you, thank you. Hello, people. Uh, I am Mongare Okiro, a law student, and I'll be here to tell you about my experience in the hands of the police. Great. Thank you so much for availing yourself here because I feel like most of our um, listeners are going to probably um, resonate with what you're saying. So kindly share your experience with us. L- let us have that conversation. Okay, okay. I've been arrested a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the first time I was arrested, I was in Form 3. Uh, I am a man of m- many talents. Uh, so I was DJing here and there. So I went to a club in Migori where I come from. And I was DJing. And then I... In the middle of me being a DJ, uh, the police came. Yeah. And then they bundled everyone because apparently they were told they were minors. So we were bundled. Oh, which was the case? Uh, so how, old clearly. Were you how old were you? I then? was almost 16 years. And you're DJing at a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a man of many talents. <laughs> so uh, we were bundled into the lorry. We went to Migori Police Station. Um, then uh, we were told to enter the police station. Uh, the, the females uh, were to go to the female cell, holding cell, mm-hmm. and we, the men, go to the uh, the male holding cell. So I was told to remove one shoe, my belt, <laughs> and then I enter the the police cell. We were bundled. We were a lot of, a lot of, of young uh, of young nini boys, and so we entered the police cell. So before going to the police cell, tell us how from the place you are DJing, how did you find yourself into the to the lorry now? This police. I see, the police entered and then they told Kilam Tundani, and one is at the toilet. You cannot go to the toilet and hide. <laughs> so, so it's like uh, the parade. Yeah, president. All of you are guided to the lorry. Your computers and everything. You just leave it. Yeah. There. If you try to run, then you are bundled into the lorry. So it was. It, uh, we were bundled into the lorry. Yeah. And so in the police station uh, in the police cell we are there and then of course young people saw what will i say where was i yeah i mean it's the holiday you, and you talk kwa nyumba, i said i'm going uh, to see my friends <laughs> and you so, lied basically, yeah, lied basically so then uh, uh in the police station you had then to make a call home and there was a person in the police cell who had a phone Apparently, someone who was also arrested. Yeah, someone who was also arrested. So like, uh, like uh, you were in a police cell, and there was yeah. someone who was having a phone. Yeah, yeah. A p- yeah, deep state of the police station. Interesting. Yeah, so if you see me, he was he was kind of dressed well. Uh, so we were there. So in the, in the in the state of shock, you know, you're a young person. Yeah, you're seeing uh, there's one mattress, one blanket. Like, uh, okay, well, which is this police station? There's a mattress inside. Like, yeah, one mattress actually, a tattered mattress, mm, and one blanket. <laughs> in a in a police cell. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, and then Kunando Hapo for for your long and short calls. Yeah. So we were there making calls and then I'm wondering how will I tell my mom I I said I'm going to see friends and I'm here in the police cell. Uh it it was it was not late uh because it was like a jump session thing. So five apple. Uh, so, um, so which, which kind of song are you playing then? Ah, but the DJ man hype song. I remember that time uh, there was this song called Kamatiachini. It mm. was the thing. Eh? So I'm there, and then I'm supposed to tell my mom. 
So I told her and she was all no she's a teacher. Ulienda wapi nini and then she came. Uh I was I was removed out of the cell and then I was caned thoroughly. By who was <laughs> by, you? by a police of actually there were three but one one told me to lie down. He removed my shirt uh, up here. Uh, placed his knee uh, and then he slapped me on the back like three times. Ish. That was And painful. your mom was watching all this time. This uh, thing didn't I mean she couldn't do anything. I mean, so, uh, I was, uh, was they asked me a question and then while I was answering, I think I said, uh, so who you mtu? Unanita mtu? Then I was slapped yeah. on the back and then another woman came and then she was caning me, caning me, you know, all this. And then I, I went home. So at, 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 at this point, how's your mom reacting? I mean, you, you, she can't do anything. She's there. So all of these things were done at request or it was just the police officers doing their stuff? Uh, the police officers. And she was just there watching? I mean, uh, uh, later in life I came to understand you, cou- you couldn't do anything. And what, well, was in, what was going through your mind that time when they were caning you, mom is watching? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't even understand why you're being caned at this point. Exactly. I don't even understand how they have the caning tools there. You know, because we are not in the slavery periods where we used to I be mean, caned. That's, that's the Kenyan police station for you. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> that's really interesting. And of course, when I'm listening to this story, because personally, I've never been arrested. and I have Really? Some, <laughs> you've never been arrested? You've never slept in a... Oh my goodness. I have someone who's constantly been telling telling me how are you how are you becoming a lawyer without even experiencing you what the to. person you want to represent is feeling like when they're in the police station. But this the, your story is really eye-opening to me because I'm listening to it and I'm like already there's police brutality. You know sometimes and you're a 16-year-old. Your body has not even like really grown. Sometimes a 16-year-old is slapped and then they're deaf. You know that is how even in the classroom teachers slap people and then all of a sudden this person dies from some Thing. And you know, of course, according to law, to the law of thought, if you slap me, even if I had some some background injury, and then I die because of you slapping me, me having a heart attack or whatever or whatever is not relevant to that scenario. So I hear a lot of brutality in this case, and I hear a lot of even you know how is someone else in having a, a mobile phone in the police station, which worked worked for you anyway? Because I'm a bit shocked with the story because uh, I, you know I'm trying to understand how old are you right now. Um, I'm turning 22. 22. So at 16, imagine going all going all through all those stuff and everything. Did it change anything after that incident? Uh, of course it did. I mean, you you have the fear <coughs> of police. If 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 they can't me, uh, and then uh, you see um, in Migori after after form four, uh, of course there's this. You have to learn computer packages. Yeah. So uh, I went to learn. In, in, in the center there, it was cheaper. So Migori government functions are centralized. You start with the police station and then you head to the law courts and then you head to Huduma Center and then you head to the land's office. So all of them, they are around the same place. So I couldn't go through the police station route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, it was the shortest route to go to the computer place, but I couldn't. <laughs> I used to use the, the long route. The long yeah. route. I feared. There was a, a, a policeman, uh, the one who killed me. I, I used to fear him. I used to see him in town. I, I just didn't like him. I fear. Just I take the route. Yeah, I take trauma. the longer route so that we don't even get to to see to see each other's faces. And did your talent stop of DJing after that incident? No, nah, I, I still <laughs> DJ, but I I decided not to. <laughs> did you stop going to clubs? As uh, as in from 16 now to 18, because 18. of course you are caught because you're an underage. underage. No, no, I, I didn't, but there was a time I stopped because it, it was my own decision mm. to just stop. 
So did you now continue going to clubs even when you were 17? Ah, uh, nah, I, I stopped. So maybe it helped you. It uh, no, no, you. no. So that I experience made that decision independent of the police. No, uh, no, I DJ even in campus, but not that much. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I stopped doing things after that incident. I didn't want anything that would, uh, would really bring me into contact with the police. Yeah. Okay, then coming back to that experience when you're in the cell. So, because some, you know, to Mwangi, Wanjiku have never been there into a police cell before. How's the experience inside there? Because mm. it's so mattress. It's so an experience shocking. I wouldn't want anyone to go through. Because number one, yeah. I later came to learn, of course, after my, my, my studies in law school, that I was a minor then. Yeah, I was not supposed to, to be held in the same place with uh, adults. adults. Yeah. And so it, it was really shocking there because you enter and then someone asks you, Sasa we ume shikiwa nini? And then you're telling them, someone is saying, Eh, mini meka pa sana, we adandu meingia mara ya kwaza. And then also someone is saying, Ama tumu induct. Is there hierarchy in the, in, in the cell? Yeah, there is hierarchy. The person who will sleep on, on the mattress I was told is the senior most. Or the people who have been there for a long time. Oh, okay. Those are the people who will sleep on that mattress. Interesting. Other ones will stand. Or sit. Or sit. Yeah. And it, it was such a bad... You know, it, it's the, there's only like... There's not even a window. It's like some place where an air will come. It's high up there. It's just walls. <clears throat> so, um, and then you're just seated and then people asking you questions. And then what shocked me was when someone said, I'm going to induct and then I was like, are they going to meet me? Oh or something and the way you hear the experience when someone t- the experience yeah, of the and then you hear these stories oh police station not to pigwango akingia that was ama ni mimi next exactly and, yeah and so uh, it was really a bad experience i will not wish it even to my enemies yeah unfortunately and of course as we've been observing here in kenya we had the bu- the brothers exactly yeah. and you remember it was from an arrest yeah the, you know the the kionjama brothers yeah they will many experience and the issue of okay for those also the new the issue of Gunamiguna experience it was um, exactly so from 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 those experience and also being a law student do you think things need to be done in that experience in that yeah, yeah absolutely uh people need to be informed uh you need to be told uh, i came to law school and then i was taught that even as an arrested person yeah you're not a criminal you Yet. you you have rights yes there are some rights that mm-hmm. are accrued to you by being arrested yeah so I feel people should be told. Um, I've had the privilege of speaking with people uh, after I've joined campus. Yeah. And they tell me that uh, when you're arrested by the police, uh, it's, 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 you don't even feel that you'll see tomorrow to some, especially those who've been arrested with drugs or something. Uh, you don't really see tomorrow. So it is really that bad experience. It's, it's a bad experience. So uh, people should be informed that even though you're arrested, you have rights. I mean, the police should inform you of the offense that you've been arrested against. Then yeah. they should tell you, you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to cancel. You should be presented to court. Because uh, my friends, uh, after, of course, being arrested, they they were released after two, three days. Yeah. You know, that's unconstitutional. Yeah. You should be presented to court after 24 hours. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Continue. Yeah. So uh, people should be informed that when you're arrested, you should be informed of the offense. Indeed, yeah. And In your case, did that happen? Oh, of course, I was not. We were bundled into a lorry. <laughs> we went to the police station and I was not of the offense I was arrested for. So people should be informed so that even when they interact then with the police, then they are coming from a point of information. Yes. 
Yeah, so that that's what should be changed and also the police. Uh you know before the 2010 constitution we have the we had the police force. Yes. It changed to a police service. Exactly. Yes. Bring in the service aspect. But uh that's on paper. It's not on ground. Yeah. The police are still having the force. I mean you've mentioned of the Kianjokoma brothers. Exactly. And one uh, Kimani case, so it is still a force. There's still brutality. You, also, you always see when we had the Monday tear gas, when the, this uh, you know, poli- a political wing mm-hmm. was demonstrating for changes. Yeah, people were being tear gassed. Uh, yeah. 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 People were being hit by batons. And the story of baby Pendo too. Yeah, yeah. So it is. We're still having a police force. Yeah. So that means we should change their curriculum. Inform them. That you're dealing with people, you're not dealing with animals. Then the police should also be informed that our questions are not bad. It's not a sign of disrespect. Yes. Because when you ask them why you're arresting me, then they tell you najifanya mjuaji. Huh? We always laugh in law school with my friends that <laughs> when you'll be arrested, you'll tell them I'm a lawyer. I know my rights. <laughs> yeah. But then they tell you that's a recipe for chaos. Arrest for disaster, exactly. Yeah. So, so the police should be told when you ask questions, it's not a bad thing. But okay, coming to that, maybe I li- I like to address you, Mwangi, on the issue of, uh, you know, you know, there's this saying they say, "fit for ground, ni different." Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, I would want people to know I'm doing law at the last instance. Yeah. Exactly. Because talking from experience of being arrested, uh, I'm saying like, uh, okay, this this my tip. It may not work for everyone. Yes. But my tip when you are when you're arrested, just be calm. Mm-hmm. Be calm. So if they come for me. Just yeah, yeah, just 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 be calm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the reason why I'm saying that because I remember I won't say the reason why I was arrested. So I was you, in. You won't share with us why. You know, I was having dreads like uh, two months ago. Yeah. Just share them. So this was the issue. You know, I was arrested. There's like general and up your lost stuff. So I said, why, why are you arresting me? Like like then after then can Kanyamaza and uh, I was in the boot. So Karibukfika Parkland Police Station. They removed me out. I was like, I would tell you to then I was like, I was just keeping quiet. I was like, let me sneak it to a fund. Then uh, one of the police officers said like, Uit naza mwe kandani, kesho, tufutu kazi, ama tupiko transfer, na kila kitu. So because when you are calm, you give that aspect of anxiety and a mystery. Who is this mm. person? Because, you know, sometimes you may be working and your father is an MCA, your father is an OCS somewhere, all of this stuff. Maybe that's experience. So on your side, now keeping law aside, you know, vertical grounds are different. Yeah, I'd probably also advise someone to be calm. Of course, number one, just be calm. If you're being, even if you, even if you have a mistake, even if you're a drug dealer and you have weed in your pocket, unless you're ready to bribe them, nowadays, if you're ready to bribe them, that is okay. Nowadays, but the police are the drug dealers. <laughs> is it? Um, they carry their their bags. If if you if you indeed you've already committed a crime and deep down you know like for example you're a 16 year old you are in a club of course you know it's wrong. Fine, Enda, just be calm. Fika police station. Let them do what they need to do. You know if you will call someone, call them. But the reason why I'm telling someone they should be calm is because once you start taking your phone and making calls, already they they know you they have some money that money. is going to come through. They can snatch money. Already from they you. know mentally they've already anguished you. But when you're calm, they don't even know what you're thinking. Okay, see, so I, um, I've, I've done a mistake. Take me to the police station. Sit down. Do what you need to do. Did they even take an OB? Did they even take your fingerprints? No, Did they no, even no. so if we go to Migori police station right now, let's say even if maybe you died on the way there, or maybe they attacked you and you died. You know we don't even have a record of you mm-hmm. being in that police station. Exactly, yeah. You see, uh, probably to weigh in on, on the issue of being calm. 
Yeah. Uh, my 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 idea my and my thinking will be you ask them why they are arresting you because you know the I've learned there are different types of arrests in Kenya. When they arrest, uh, let's say the the politicians and, and the, the businessmen, it's it's now that the arrest that's constitutional. Yes. They have you are it. arrested. Uh, you are you go in the nice police uh, <laughs> vehicle. They are pujots. They come with the subarus. They come with the and also, and but when you are going to arrest. You see, even the arrest in Migori, it's somehow nice as compared to the arrest in Madare in Kibra. Yeah. If you speak to people there, they'll tell you they don't want to be arrested. Because exactly. the arrest is so brutal. Yes. So, to them, if you're going to become, that might be the end of you. you but how does it help you once you're vocal? How did no, it, does help, it you? help you to be vocal? Uh, then I was not vocal because I, I, I didn't have information. Okay. Today, if I was arrested, I won't keep quiet as I keep You'll be like, then. I'm a lawyer. I'm a law no, no, student. I'll just tell them, lawyer. Yeah. I'll just tell them, why are you arresting me? What have I done? And then they can arrest me. Oh, so in short, you'd be like, you'd ask for I'd this information. I'd want to be told, why are they arresting me? What have I done? And probably I'll call someone to know I've been arrested. Yeah, but now for, for me, now I'm having a problem with you being the one to ask. You know, constitutionally, the police officer is the one who's supposed to go like, I'm arrested. You're under arrest because exactly. of this and this reason. Should not be the one asking for information. Yeah, but you're supposed to, to, to remain silent. Actually. I'm supposed to remain silent. That's what the law says. Uh, the Swahili people say, Mtu jikuna jipatapo. So, <laughs> if the police won't, won't tell you because they won't, mm-hmm. I feel... Uh, we we made strides constitutionally yes. on paper, but then on ground they are yet to be actualized. They are yet to be actualized. Exactly. So yeah. the police should be told in their curriculums uh, how to arrest. I mean, uh, they are doing a good work so far. Yeah. Yeah, but then there the are things that happen in during arrest that yeah. I feel I've never seen them. But yeah. talking about that curriculum, do you think like um, do you think there is an issue when it comes to that that issue? I personally feel like I feel like there's already change in the police force industry, even if it is not as big of a change as we would want yeah. it we would want it to be. And you know, it is very interesting for us the way we are saying that on paper it is really good. Because if you read the mission and vision of the Kenya Police Service, they are there to protect promote and respect the human rights of our customers. Indeed, so who yeah. is our customer? Our customers is us. See, us as the civilians, we are their customers. But as we have said, when you go to a place like Westlands, how someone is arrested is totally different than when you go to a place like Kibra. Kibra. That should not be the case because we expect to be, we expect there to be equality regardless of whether I have money or not. Exactly. There, there was this author who said, before you become a police officer, you become a citizen. Yes. And everything, and you come from a place. So to me, I think there's an issue with the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Because when you... Uh, okay, I got a privilege to see the video they're circulating on how they're treated back in the... You know, when they're training, the in training, their training camps. Everything. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to really have that. We really have... Because if the system itself, because the system is bad... Even the minor stuff which comes to the system is being taken away by the bad system. Yes. Exactly like that. So change need to come f- exactly from the system itself. Yeah, I feel like we should also have one day during this podcast, we should probably have a police officer who is going to enlighten us on that issues Because maybe we are seated here and we're thinking the curriculum has not changed. But maybe if we get an older person, they can tell us, you exactly. know, 50 years ago it was like this. But right now, there are some changes because of A, B, C, D. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so... So coming back to you, Mr. Okiro. So, okay, this was the first instance of you being arrested. Uh, explain to us, how was the second experience? Because uh, were you still a 16-year-old person? Was it better? Was it better? Tell us about it. 
the, the next time I was arrested, uh, I didn't make it to the police station. Oh, interesting. Uh, my arrest ended in their vehicle. Yeah. So it, it was a premature arrest. <laughs> this yeah, time yeah. you knew better. A premature one. Yeah, yeah. I was in Rongo. You are from, from some talent competition. I was a dancer. So, so you have from a DJ now to a... Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told you I'm a man <laughs> of many talents. Yeah. <laughs> no, so then uh, we left the club. Uh, that it, was, uh, it was hosted in a club because it was all about dancing. Club again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you underage? Uh, uh, yeah, I was still underage. <laughs> so, uh, so then uh, we were walking. It was past twelve. The club was closed. Yeah. And so I was. I said, uh, "Let me go uh, f- with my friends who we were we were partying with, and then uh, we'll stay with them until four. I'll go to my brother. I didn't have fare, so he'll give me fare. He was he was a student in Rongo, so he'll give me fare and go back home." So the police were doing their patrols and then uh, sadly and luckily I was arrested again, me and my three friends. So we were bundled into the vehicle. I was tempted to run because I knew of the experience. I'll be arrested, taken to the police station. I'll have to call my mom again, probably weekend again. This one yeah. was at night. I don't know what will happen. Wow. Uh, so the police officer told me, Kamu konambio kuliko risasi, kimbia. So you really had to stop on that. Uh, you, should, you stop. I mean, the, you see, thoughts rush in your mind. Oh, okay, if I run, then they shoot me and then I die. But is it even logical for a police officer to, to say those words to someone who wants to... Imagine. Most, uh, it's not. That's definitely. threatening. Of course, it's yeah. wrong. But then we entered and then uh, then the, the vehicle went, did a patrol, and then it stopped somewhere. And then uh, the police officers came from, from the driving seat. Then they came back. There was one police officer, of course, at the back. So then, then told us, uh, "Sasa unajua nyimtenda ndani, but sasa muonge vizuri." What, what, uh, what do you think that uh, means? That, that, means, that uh, means you should bribe them. <laughs> exactly. But then you I didn't have anything. Yeah. My friends there said, "You know, uh, I know my rights." I think he was a campus student. <laughs> It was slapped. <laughs> <laughs> now see, this is what we are saying. Exactly, there's a lot of being calm and every stuff. You know, it's it's no, it's it's it, we are trying. You know, we are accepting. It's it's a culture where we are accepting that. Let me keep quiet. It will it will be a cycle because it serves you most no, no, on no, my no, side. No. It serves you most. Okay. Let me tell you. Even slavery, it was a cycle. But then some people said, "No, we need to stand up against. We must this. stand up against it. Stop it." And it started. It it stopped. But when it started. People found them. People found them. They, they are. They are not. Are they normal? This we've been living with this. We are used to this. Yes. So uh, I really adore that man. I didn't. I've forgotten his name. Mm-hmm. But then he was slapped. Did he even get to enjoy the rights that he knew? No, 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 no. He didn't because he was slapped. And then uh, a female officer came, spoke to us, and then uh, of course uh, they paid a bribe. I didn't. I didn't have money. Yeah. And then we were left to go scot free. You are not. You did not go scot free because you paid. Ah, uh, okay, scot free <laughs> in the sense that we. I didn't have. I didn't go to the police station. Uh, but the, yeah. but then we left. Of course, there there was no crime that we did. I came later to learn that. I mean, if if the, if we were arrested for any crime, we'd be taken to the police station, taken to a magistrate, an independent magistrate, and then we we either guilty or found guilty or innocent. And so uh, that was the time I was also arrested. Yeah, but I didn't make it to the police because, station the okay, second time. My point was uh, this, like, uh, okay, no, in all those incidents, your fingerprint wasn't taken. So, w- will the story be different if the police could have taken your fingerprint? 
uh, when you weigh in on that, the, then when you're taking your fingerprints, then we have records. Yes. We can trace things. Yeah. Where were you during this time? Yeah, from what point? And if I can re- take you back, we are talking about the, we had a scenario of the brothers. And if you can remember, it took some time before the public even got to know, to know. if they are, if, if they were actually taken to the police station or not. Like from the distance from where they were arrested to the police station is a distance that it's a very short distance, but we couldn't even notice where they were taken to. Yeah. So that's the issue I have that you basically just taken to the police station and they don't have records. So let's say you're unlucky and you're not even able to make a telephone call because who will know you've been there Sorry or to you're cut there? you short my issue is like uh, when it come to fingerprint because my issue is when you are when you enter to the record of fingerprint that means uh, your details have been taken that means yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a criminal by itself no no that no, means you can't get a good conduct you're because a, no you're a criminal if you go in a court of law and they charge you of guilt simply the police ta- the police uh, taking your fingerprints they are just taking records you know because we vote but from experience, they already have our but records from experience when you are finger taken to the police station that means you're in the police record itself yeah wrong books wrong books mm-hmm. so when you go for the good conduct it would be so hard for you to get not it. even no. a good conduct even how the police will do exactly. any encounter I, I, you'll find yourselves in will be a cut different I, I tend to differ with that because Why? let's say for example i have been arrested of assault i go to the police station then uh, my fingerprints, of course, they'll be taken, and especially if I'm supposed to go. I'm booked for assault and I definitely need to go to the, a court of law. They take my fingerprints and maybe I'm out on bail. I will go to that court of law. I will defend myself. And indeed, if I did not assault, they will charge me not guilty. So what the police do is they go back to their records and they feed in clearly that a court of law declared you guilty. But so even when you go to get your police conducts, yeah. I know of someone who's, who was previously charged, charged of assault. Uh, they went to court and then uh, they were declared not guilty. But when this person went to get their conduct, conduct, they found that the assault is still written there. So what you do if you have ever been charged or rather taken to court with, with a case and you are charged not guilty. And when you get your, your police clearance is still saying assault, you go back to them to the police station and you tell them you people I was of course you have um, evidence your lawyer or whatever they see it they simply just change and say you're not guilty then you can get a clear police conduct just being arrested does not mean that your police conduct is but, but then how is, many people have that privilege privilege that's now that's the question that's the question because when talk about reality reality is like uh, because when you want to get a job this thing which comes in emergency because nowadays getting a job in Kenya is emergency you don't yeah. do like, <laughs> you don't like getting a job in emergency imagine like you are getting a let's say a job you're planning today and next week you're being called you know all this process because my system like my, my question is like uh, because when you enter to those record i think it now becomes so hard for you to survive now i feel like it's better for you imagine if you die we have the brothers you die under the hands of the police no one knows where you are I just simply want to tell people, don't be afraid of the police officer taking your fingerprints and your photos. In fact, before it, it serves you better. Let them take your fingerprints so that we know we, you were there at 10 o'clock, you were released at this day. IEBC has our fingerprints. It's not bad for people to have your records as long as they're using it wisely. Let you get booked. You know that, then you're going to fight it the, in the normal way. But if you go there, your fingerprints have not been taken. Someone beats you up. You see the way you've said you've been slapped and you've been done this and you need to go to the hospital and then all of a sudden you're having spinal cord issues. How are you going to prove that indeed a police officer killed you? You fall from this earth and we don't even know where you are. And that's how things sometimes happen. Yeah.
So from Lewis Fukiro, talking about all those experiences, what do you have to say now in to, to sum up the issue? Uh, to sum up the issue, uh, number one, people should be informed. Uh, go to people, tell them if you are arrested, these are the rights that accrue to you. You should remain silent. You should be taken to court not less than, not more than 24 hours. You should be uh, told in a language that you understand. Uh, it should not be brutal as what happens in, in the slum areas. Uh, the police officers should have one standard of arrest. They should not um, arrest people in Muthaiga differently. You saw when Jimmy Wanjigi was arrested, uh, we had a convoy of vehicles. You wonder for him. what? It was, it was such a nice arrest. I even uh, loved how it was done. I should be arrested the same way. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that was vehicle. PR. <laughs> uh, so there should be one standard. Yeah. And then the police officers should learn that questioning them is not disrespecting them. Yeah. When you ask questions, you're not in any way demeaning them. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah. Uh, yeah and then uh, all in all, let people be informed so that when they meet with the police, they are good people. They make our country safe. They are doing a great job. Yes. They are arresting criminals. They are doing things. They are doing a great job. But when you meet them, let us meet them from a point of information, from a point of knowledge, so that our interactions with them will be better and let's make Kenya a better place. Yeah. Indeed. Maybe to echo what our guests have said, yeah, because uh, as much as there's all this thing going on, they really play an important role in society. And uh, as much as those things are happening behind the scene, we still need them. We really do. Also, for me, in conclusion, I'm also going to say we've really had a good discussion. And we've also talked about what is the mission and the vision of the police service. And we've clearly said it is supposed to protect us as customers, you know, and handle us in a very um, clear and forthcoming way. Indeed, indeed. And of course, another important thing that I would also mention is that um, for a police officer to have the power to arrest you, which they do, they should <coughs> take that with a lot of seriousness. Because, of course, you're depriving me as a citizen, my power, my, my liberty, you know, taking me in a court in, in in the cell, I, I am no longer in my home. I don't even have a good surrounding. So the police officer should take the power that has been given to them in a very um, important uh, way, and they should also exercise that power in a responsible way. Yeah. And of course, I applaud what our Kenya Police Service is doing. I can also say I've seen some changes so far, and we've said we should probably organize to even just probably have a police officer here to just yeah, just uh, come share. the experience, you know, you know, from the Hosmoth himself. Yes. Yeah, so I really appreciate this discussion. It's been good, and um, I, I, I will request people to um, listen to our second episode because we are going to be talking about um, your rights as a citizen of Kenya constitutionally. Which rights do you have when you're arrested? Our second episode is also going to inform you on how you should carry out yourself. Um, uh, things to do with the downs and the halves, yeah. Yeah, so definitely listen to us in our next episode, and thank you so much for tuning in. It's been real from us here. See you next time. Music Podcasts, the home of podcasts in Kenya.